Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. This week, we sat down with Jake and Thomas of the up-and-coming power trio that is Aura Layer. These guys are young yet polished, and they're bringing some serious heat to the Greenville music scene. We're very excited to talk to these gentlemen, but first, let's listen to their song, Faith to Reason.
yeah. that today. Holy crap. Dude, you guys Man. are like electric dynamite. <laughs> oh Fantastic. For real. Black Sabbath would be so proud. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. So we are here. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. We're here with Aura Lake. Hello, my name is Jake Williams. I play bass and uh, I sing. And I am Thomas Powell and I play guitar. Dude. And FX. And <laughs> FX. And yes, you guys You do. say that so modestly, I play guitar. After all that <laughs> ripping just, just happened. Like You're like Dana Carvey in ways I like to play. I like to play. <laughs> Thomas is a very <laughs> understated player. He he, 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 does, he does take himself very modestly, but he's he's incredible. Yeah. And and the guy the guy on the drums was uh, Vladimir Doodle. Vladimir Doodle. Um man, that guy is a ball of energy, but he's he's the coolest find from Craigslist uh, yeah. you'll ever nice. get. How that came about was is, is we just went on Craigslist looking for a drummer, and we had about a 50-50 shot if it was a serial killer or uh, or a great drummer. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> we lucked out. <laughs> for real. Luckily, it wasn't the serial killer. <laughs> I know. Well, we're still waiting on that one. <laughs> Maybe you still got some feelers out there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. He could be playing the long con, you know. Right? Vlad, if you're listening, we're on to you. <laughs> Dude, so um, that was amazing. Thanks. Well, yeah. Thank you. I, we very much appreciate it. Do you guys have any upcoming shows? Because I, I got to see this live. Yes. Um, we're playing with uh, Witch Pit and River of Deceit. Um, at Got Rocks in Greenville, South Carolina. Thomas, can you tell us the day on that and what time they need to be there? The April 24th. I don't know what time. <laughs> Show up at like 6.30 and, and drink with us and exactly. party with us. Get yes. a few beers and get ready to, to mosh to some aura layer. We will be Dude, this this is a power trio, folks. I mean, you guys are relatively young, too. To, so to come right out the gate with a song that sounds that polished, I, I just you know my hat's off to you. I'm very excited to have you on the show. I, full disclosure, I got an opportunity to see these gentlemen last summer. With uh, we'll go ahead and shout out our friends at Testarossa. Testarossa, we love you guys, buddy. Dude, the boys, absolutely. Testarossa, family. Um, and, and and I saw you guys play, and you know, I I ran right up. <laughs> I ran right up to Jake after the show. He was still putting his shit away, and I was like, dude, here's my card. You gotta call me. <laughs> I actually remember that for quite well because I've started bringing a change of clothes every time we get done playing because I move so much and, and dance around way too much. And so I'm drenched in sweat. So you came up to me with a white rooster <laughs> t-shirt and I immediately hopped in my car and changed into like pajama pants and that rooster t-shirt and walked around for the rest of the night and nobody knew who I was. It was great. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, and I'm glad to finally full circle have you on the show, man. Ne next thing we got to do is get you on the stage uh, when we get our, get our doors open. That would so, be incredible. Thanks for be being awesome. gracious enough to come up here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We appreciate y'all's hospitality. This is this is great. Mm -hmm. So how did you how did you all meet each other to form this awesome metal band? Well, <laughs> how how it kind of went about was is I, I've been playing music, you know, more or less for about fifteen years, and uh, you know I've always just kind of been in bands and done my own thing and and uh, write songs. And one day I, I'm in I think it was in high school. My my sister starts bringing home this guy. And, uh, you know, I see him all the time. We don't really talk to each other because my sister's like, there's no way you'll play in a band together. <laughs> yeah. He's a musician. 
Don't even think about it. I'm like, okay, all right, cool, awesome. And so years later, um, I buy a house and I built like this giant jam room and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like a like a place where we can just hang out and play music. You know, that's what I what I what I kind of made that for. And um, you know, Thomas and I started you know kind of hanging out at like the family gatherings. You know, all the girls would be in one corner and all the older guys would be in the corner talking about like cars and stuff or just football. And then I kind of turned to Thomas and be like, "So guitars?" And he's like, "Yeah, guitars." <laughs> <laughs> and you know that more or less devolved into or uh, just us playing music with each other and kind of just making a racket. Mm-hmm. Um, How we, long were you two jamming before you decided to like take it seriously? And- um, it wasn't that long. Um, we had a drummer before Vlad for a while. Um, we just, and then once we, just we got kinda, Vlad, we just kind of hit the ground running with him. Yeah. So I, I we, know, we would just, year we would just jam so. and, and, and it wasn't really anything. It was just kind of like we would make noise and, record hours of it and you know eventually those kind of long form jams started becoming shorter and shorter and we started to kind of put them together into songs yeah we still have recordings of like a 30 minute song we used to yeah <laughs> so it you know it was, it was just one of those things that we both have a common interest in playing music while we have very very different influences it was kind of it kind of attributed to being fun to play music with each other because you know i'm gonna do something different from what he expects and he's gonna play something different from what i expect well you, you bring up a great question you know about influences because yeah. like you guys your sound is solid like it's clear the sound you're putting out there you know what i mean there's no mistaking that this is heavy metal hard rock yeah mm-hmm. right so yeah. so what are you guys listening to individually that that influences you you know, whether it's with this project or just in general, where where are you guys coming from in terms of which what's on your well? You used to say what's on your iPod, but now it's what do you stream? Yeah, yeah. you know it's funny because we were having this discussion today. You're actually the first person to say that it's clear what we're doing because every time people come up to us after we play, it's like you're kind of this and you're kind of that, and it, it's it's. Yeah. It's kind no, of a sampling. There's, there's no mistaking. You guys are 100% channeling the the, the gods of metal. Like, <laughs> awesome. Like, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's no question. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I I listen to things like, um, I'm a really big fan of the Talking Heads and Tom Tom Club and uh, it's Hello Disco and like the last thing you would think what I would be listening to on my streaming, you know, platforms. I like all those. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm into really eccentric music. I mean, that's what people have told me my whole life. And, you know, I think that I will approach the instrument and I'll approach songwriting much differently than other people, I guess, within the rock and metal genre. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and, and, and Thomas's influences, I mean, they kind of go all over the place, but, um, yeah, because I listen to a lot of like sleep and Yob. Yob is probably my biggest, influence for the last two three years but uh that's where the shred comes from yeah (laughs) Yeah. well i'll be over here wanting to write like a 30 minute long song and jake's with the don't bore us get to the chorus kind of mentality Ah. yeah Yeah, and and, you know our drummer vlad he's he's really into like neil peart uh and i have to say peart or he'll get mad you did it right yes he'll he'll come back yeah he'll he'll drive up here right now if i say it wrong 
Um, <laughs> but he, he listens to to a lot of prog, a lot of prog uh, metal and you know songs that are like eleven minutes long with no repeating sections and stuff like that. And so, what I like about it is is that we all kind of butt heads in a way. I, I like to say it's like working in a forge, you know, that we all just you know kind of throw ideas and butt heads with each other until we get a sword. How you know metal I mean? love you? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean that that's how the the songwriting process has gone for us is just so taking everyone's our influences. Bringing, everyone's bringing something to the table in this band. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and and everybody's influences are so different that you know again we try to subvert where things would become cliches. Well, those, those I, I don't know about you, Cody, but I feel like when everyone's contributing and everyone has different tastes, it does make for better music. Oh, for sure. You get three guys that are just straight punk dudes together, you're going to get the same punk song over and over <laughs> and over again. But when you've got all this eclectic taste, I, I do believe it makes for better musicianship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait for that album with that 30-minute bonus. <laughs> <laughs> you've dug your grave on that one, Thomas. He's, he's going to have to do that one. <laughs> he's writing it it's all grave. himself. Yeah. 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 He's going to go solo. <laughs> I was reading up on you guys, and you've got a new song that we haven't heard yet called Shelf Black. And I know that there's there's a story there that needs to be told. I yeah. wanted to give you guys an opportunity to tell that story. Yeah, um, this is going to sound bizarre. This is going to sound like it's not true, but I, I, I swear on anything and everything that I hold dear that this is absolutely 100% true. Um, we've been playing this song in circulation um, since like the latter half of 2020, and there's a reason for that because we wrote it much earlier. Um I had a good friend, uh, his name is Casey, I'm not going to say his last name, but you, you can look up his Instagram page because he was an artist. Um, his Instagram page is called Shelf Black, and he was an electronic honors, uh, artist who just made really fantastic music, and it, it was just amazing. Um, and unfortunately, Casey passed away in early 2020, and I... I'm sure everybody's heard that story where Paul McCartney woke up and he's like, Oh my God, I wrote this song in a dream. That's kind of what happened is like all of a sudden one day, this, this chord progression came to me. I don't know out of where, but it just came to me and I started playing the, the chords together. And eventually it kind of came to me that I was writing this song about him. And I, I finished the song, I showed it to Thomas, and, and, and we were like, okay, that may, maybe there might be something here, but we need to add something to it. And so I went on Casey's page and just kind of scrolled and, and looked at what, what stuff he had posted. And in, the last, um, in his last, like, maybe five or ten posts, um, I think the post is called So It Goes. There's a little instrumental there, and... I loved it so much and I figured that this would go so well at the end of the song and it would be a great tribute to his music to use a motif that, that he wrote. Right. Right. And so I, I wrote it in there and we started practicing it, but I didn't feel right playing the song without getting permission from some sort of family. Right. And so, um, I had found his, his widow, on Instagram and tried messaging her and tried messaging her on Facebook because I, I just wanted, I, I just wanted to do, make sure I was well, not yeah, overstepping. The right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think so. And so there was a long time where we just didn't 
I couldn't get in contact with her because you know when when you have a loved one pass away, the last thing you want to be reminded of is the the reason. tragedy that happens, yeah. and I, mm-hmm. I I my heart goes out to her on that. I couldn't imagine, and um, you know, so it was understandable that I couldn't really get in contact with her. But I had just purchased a, a new bass guitar. And I swear I'm getting to the to the point. <laughs> <laughs> I had purchased a a bass guitar and was having it um, taken to my guitar tech's house in Duncan, South Carolina. And I pull into his neighborhood, and I'm going you know, down the road, and I look in my rearview mirror for a second, and I see this woman walking down the street, and I recognize her instantly. And I back my car, and I throw it in reverse, and I back up, and I roll down the window, and I said, this is going to sound crazy, but just hear me out. And she instantly knew what I was going to talk about. And we, we talked, and I said how I knew... Casey and and um the song I was writing and and everything and she she um was so gracious she she said absolutely yes you know you can use that part and and um you know that yeah yeah, and it was just it was incredible I mean it was just we were both sitting there just crying in the street like you know we were both like oh my god like we're not we're not like spiritual or anything but this is just weird you know I'm getting goosebumps hearing the story oh my god I'm feeling it it was yeah. it was it was insane and I'll I'll never forget it. But I think that with the with the story is something that's amazing in its own right. But to me personally, every time the, the that we play that song, that's kind of the highlight of my experience playing live because you know I'm in a position that I get to play music and I get to continue doing what I'm doing. But Casey isn't, and that 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 hurts and that sucks because he was such a great musician. So whenever I get to play that song, I feel like I'm, I'm fulfilling a little bit of what he wanted to do. Now shelf black is yet to be recorded in studio. However, the guys did send us a live version of the song, which includes Casey's original music as the intro. We hope you enjoy.
not to sound too grandiose, but you know, his music gets to live in infamy through you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you have this little piece of history of him that, that makes sure that we don't forget this mm. amazing artist. So yeah. again, that story gave me chill bumps and thank you for sharing that here yeah. on the show, yeah. man. That, that's amazing. It, I mean, it's clearly that song was meant to be. I, you I, know I, what I'm I would think so. You know, it's, it's, it's so much fun to perform live. And I think that it's, I, and I, I hate to talk up my own writing, but I think it is, is a great song. And, uh, a lot of people of them where you were possessed with that song like you that song was a gift i don't feel like i wrote it you know like yeah. I, it's it really feels like something out of a storybook but yeah people come up to us and tell us how much they love that song and uh that always means so much to us because it's 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 just great that we get to express it awesome i wasn't even i honestly when you asked the question i wasn't ready for the answer <laughs> i wasn't ready to be hit man but i was hit with it <laughs> music is is as much of a, a skill and as much of a, an art it's very emotional and and it's one of the most powerful things yeah. in existence mm-hmm. oh yeah that's, yeah that's why breakup songs are you know they're in the <laughs> yeah. the top 10 every every week but you know it's it's because you know we we express ourselves through through songs and uh, that that's at least what we try to do is is express how we're feeling and our views through through it well, let's uh let's talk about the opposite side of that. Let's talk about how hard it can be to write a song together when you're <laughs> oh, straight man. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give us an example of one of your songs that, that is. Are there any songs in your repertoire that somebody doesn't like or yeah. doesn't want to play? <laughs> there has to be. You know, there's there's uh a lot of our songs. Like I said, we 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 butt heads on, but it, it's always it always ends up being to the betterment of the of mm-hmm. the track because. Thomas and I have such wildly different views on on music, and so sometimes, look, I, I'll just say it, I'm goofy. I'm a very goofy guy, and I have ideas that are very abstract. It's true. And, <laughs> and so oftentimes we will, we will really butt heads on something. Like I was writing lyrics the other day, and Thomas is just like, Nah, <laughs> but you know, I, in, in that in that in that case, we agreed with each other. Um, uh, Thomas, what, uh, I, what what song do you think is is the 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 song that probably had the most contention in writing? <laughs> Shelf Life was a big one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mainly because the chords we wanted to use, like we use the same chords technically. It's just the way they're played. Yeah. We kind of dumbed it down because he's using all these classical chords and stuff, and we play. I use a lot of gain, so it doesn't come across very well with yeah. super heavy distorted guitars, but. That, you know, I love playing all of our songs, but there are songs that are harder to play than others. Yeah. And yeah. so there's there's ones that have certain weight or responsibility that you have to have when playing the song. Like there's one song that we, we play very rarely, actually. This one is kind of a either a B-side or what, whatever you want to call it, but uh, it's called Dead Arrival. And the song is very, um, very hard to pull off. It's very hard to pull off, and and unless everybody's really like a hundred percent focused, I mean, it can really, really turn into a train wreck fast. Luckily, mm-hmm. the few times we've played it, you know, it's it's turned out good. But um, that's one you got to play when you're all in that zone. Yes. Yeah, it's about eight or nine minutes long, and there's a lot of room for error. So you love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe that, and maybe that's why I I have such a hard time with it. But you know, it's a song where my vocals stand out very much and everything else kind of takes a back seat for a second and so that can be really scary as a vocalist because you have to really make sure you kill that performance or it's really 
not going to land, you know? Um, but you know, at the end of the day, um, I like performing all of our songs, but there's definitely ones where I'm like, I hope I can make it through this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious. You're on a boat, Thomas. Oh man. And you've got, (laughs) I don't like boats. You've got Jake (laughs) and you've got Jake's sister on the boat and one of them's got to (laughs) go. Oh, that's a hard pick, man. Just because, or all three of you are dying. I'm going off that boat. (laughs) Jake's gonna have to go because his sister will force her way into that spot. I don't have a say in that. Yeah, I'm gone. I don't don't have a say. Throw me a life raft. (laughs) No, no, we all we all do love each other. It's it's um, (laughs) but yeah, no, definitely, I'm I'm. I'm the one off the Jake boat. Would be going overboard. I don't like water. As it Learn is to swim. Yeah, yeah he, he, it's not even that he doesn't like me. He just doesn't want to swim. Nope. <laughs> hate boats. Hate water. Although if I had a gift card to uh, to Publix for one of them subs, he'd be like, "Well, I kind of oh, rethink pub that." Pub sub. Pub sub. We oh, had sub. we had yeah, one today. Right we, we were literally like moving this giant organ. I, look, I love. 70s organ yes i'm just gonna say this and this is my soapbox i'm so sorry but the organ is the underrated it, it was the goat of the 70s it was. and um i'm just tired of pretending that it's not um <laughs> <laughs> but we went and uh, dropped off my my yamaha organ at my storage unit and we went and got a pub sub and let me tell you it's the best which which so pub that. sub which one did you get the italian the italian with, with, with the spicy the mustard Italian. that's how i judge every sandwich shop that's that's the one I ordered. The Italian. Yep. I got I got the yep. ultimate. I would fist bump you, but you're over there. In the air, bro. Air, air bump. Air bump. This episode <laughs> was brought to you by Pubs. <laughs> I wish. Oh my god. Boris, get some of that public sponsor money, please. Yeah, Publix yeah, Boar's yeah, Head, man. please hit us up. I want some cheese. <laughs> Slap a Boar's Head sticker on your guitar. Right? Oh my yeah. god. In a heartbeat. The big boys, man. We need food. In a heartbeat. Yeah, man. <laughs> So are you, are you guys looking for any sponsors for real for real though? I mean, if if Aria Pro 2 wants to call me <laughs> or if Fender wants to give me a call, I want I mean, just yeah. just please give us a call. We will we love Our gear. phones are open. Yeah, we love your You guys are times. getting some heat though. I mean, you you, you guys have, have I mean, since since shows have started to come back, yeah. You guys are picking up a lot of shows. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing your name a lot more on social media. Than I was a year ago. Is that a product of just you guys getting out there and self-promoting, or that's kind of what I was getting at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it. I've been in a lot of bands, but this is the farthest I've taken a band. And, um, we we went into 2020 starting this band. Probably in January is when we solidified the name and said we're going to go out and play shows. January 2020. Nice. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, for real. Shit. And so we we I ended up. Wait, can we cuss on the show? I'm yeah, so sorry. Of okay, fantastic. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, we we went out and just started playing shows. I mean, we we had the songs and we we have the drive and we just wanted to do it. And then the pandemic hit, and you know the thing is, is that we we took all of the precautions that we we could. We wore masks. We social distanced. We did what we could to stay safe because the shows were going to happen regardless if we played them or not. Right. And so we, we played them and you know what? The entire year, because we followed everything we did, we stayed safe. Um, 
you know. Yeah, and, and you know, I'll just sidebar on this. I, I've seen, you know, because the nature of what we do, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, be, I've joined a lot of these groups on social media for, you know, artist groups in North Carolina, South Carolina, and then I've noticed in some of these groups that people are like taking names of bands that were doing oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm just, just like, you know, if, if you've got that kind of time, maybe you need to find something else to do. Yeah. You know, you know the pandemic yeah. should be taken serious. We've all done the best we can with this. Um, the fact of the matter is we're not going to live our whole lives in fear. You know, we're going to, you know, we're going to be safe and, yeah. and still share art. Absolutely. You know, without mm. art, how, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, there were two months where I was unemployed through the pandemic. And if it wasn't for music and art, that would have been much more difficult to, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, to, to deal with. Trust me, that, that, the, the pandemic was rough because uh, Thomas and I both work retail or I used to work retail. I, we, we both worked at two big box stores. I won't say the names but they're not sponsors yeah they're no. definitely not sponsors <laughs> not they, but but that was rough i mean the pandemic mm. was horrible so the only escape i had was music i mean if if it wasn't if it wasn't for that you know i mean that would have been awful i couldn't i couldn't imagine so the, being able to play those shows we were very very fortunate we were very lucky we were very um, and had you not, I would never have discovered you. Exactly. You wouldn't be on this show, exactly. and I wouldn't exactly. need to hear your music. Your music is so good. I can't stress <laughs> that enough. Thank you. Let's talk about the name or a layer. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about how that came about. Yeah. So we went through so many names, and I remember one day we settled on the name Rest because I just love one word names. It was mm, did we mint? Yeah. And then and then what? like and then like two days then like two days later. <laughs> You know, we looked and and We're rest had been taken by another band, and so in the exact same kind of genre that we were doing, and so, uh, but this was months before we got the name Aura Layer. It wasn't rest; it was warp. Was it warp? It was warp. It was warp. You're right. And there's a band local to the area already called Waft. Waft, which is pretty close to warp. Wafting, wafting. Yes, Super yes. cool band. analysis. But um, <laughs> we're gonna so, take this in. Waft this music. I remember we we had a notebook, no and my mo my notebook has it is the coolest notebook ever. It has sharks with wings flying around Route sixty six. That's oh. the that's the the notebook I use to write most of the lyrics in. That's cool. badass. And one day we just sat there and started writing down band names because we were just trying to figure out what do we call ourselves, you know. Mm. And Thomas was the one who came up with the name Aura Layer. And I still have a list of names in my phone. Yeah, and and um, in case this doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, just yeah, in yeah. Um, just... The Honeybee Club will be his next band. Um, but we uh, sounds like a seventies organ band. You know what? Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, well, hey, I'm gonna go start another band real fast. Um, but no, you know we we. Went with the name because, you know, it was the best one out of all of the names that we had picked. But as we played, you know, people came up to us and started giving them, uh, giving us their interpretations of it. And we also have been kind of figuring out what it means for us, too. And I think how I best describe it is, is we're a band of three people. We're only three people. And I think that works to our advantage because I sometimes think that we have a very layered sound that has an aura to it. And it's very big, despite only being three people. And that's what I I love about the name is is that it really kind of does wrap us up in a in a good package for you to think about. Is that we 
we try to bring a lot of sound, and that sometimes gets us in trouble because we're, we're we very turned, loud. We're very loud. Down a lot. Yeah. And and uh, sorry to, to all the ears out there, or not and all sorry. the venue owners. We apologize, and if we no. clear the rooster, we apologize in advance. <laughs> we love it. Blast away, man. It's Just an old saying, man. If it's too loud, you're too old. Yeah, hey, man, exactly. that's on one of my Kiss T-shirts, actually. Monitor <laughs> feedback is a real problem for us. It always is. We're just we're just loud, and um, you know, I, I'm sure bands like Grand Funk Railroad back in the day, three piece that was loud as hell, probably got. You ever watched old videos of those guys? Oh on my YouTube? god, yeah, they are yeah. so much fun mm. to watch. Like seeing it, seeing um that that Ampeg SBT classic with that eight by ten just rumbling on stage with that jazz bass. I mean, you 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 watch those guys like with Mark Farner on there playing harmonica and keys and guitar and screaming his head off. I mean, oh my god, (laughs) just what a crazy mix of musicians. But yeah, I'm sure they got flack for it back then. (laughs) My dad's pulled me down that rabbit hole a couple of times, putting on the the band Grand Funk. Funk Railroad, a couple, handful of other ones. He, he was really into Stewie Dan. Ooh, I, I like Stewie Dan. Dan. <laughs> well, guys, the, the music's awesome. Uh, what I've got one last question. I, I I think Cody had something else he wanted to ask you, but tell me who designed the the, the I'm guessing that's the logo, or I don't know what you're calling it. So, so there's two different designers here, and and I want to make sure to credit both of them because they're both amazing. Yeah. Um, the who made the logo, Thomas? Why don't you tell tell. The letters is done by Undead Equipped. He's based out of Greenville. Um, I think his real name is Wes Brooks. He does incredible artwork. Um, and the dude on the shirt, the hooded guy, was from Steven Yoyada. He does like a lot of stuff. Like They did stuff for Witch Pit and a lot of these other bigger bands like Telekinetic Yeti and everything. Um, it, was a, it was a pleasure to work with both of them. Yeah, they both you know, criticism you know, really well. And, you know, the the gentleman who who did the logo, he does a lot of artwork. Uh, you said for Pharmacy Records. Pharmacy Records, yeah. Which shout out the Pharmacy Records. Nice. They're 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 the coolest great. record shop in Greenville for sure. Yeah, it's fantastic. But um, we we got this design um and it paired so well with the logo and you know it it's become something that I've yeah I don't buy my own band's merch like I just I I, I don't know I'm weird like that but um. I saw that design. I was like, I really want a sticker, and I put a sticker on my guitar case, and so that's that's the the piece of merch I own yeah. because of that artwork. So so now, shout I love out to it. Steve, and I love this shirt. Thank you so much for bringing this shirt, man. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's an awesome shirt, and you will there will I will be wearing it. You'll see me around town in this stuff. In fact, um, uh, I told the guys just before the show. We just got back from a family vacation. I, we, my wife and I took our kids to Universal, and I took all local band T-shirts with me. Oh, and cool. every day at Universal, I had on a different local band T-shirt. And I actually had a couple of que- people come up to me and ask me who this was and who that was. And and I, I'm, I'm hoping that more of you guys continue to bring your shirts in so I can just every day I can wear a different local band shirt. I want to be that guy. Nice. <laughs> well, we're not sponsored by Testarossa. They just they just dropped some new merch and it looks great. I I like my Testarossa shirts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, so tell our listeners and our I guess our viewers uh, where they can find more. So layer. Aura layer is about to actually drop some singles. We're in the current works on that so we're not on streaming platforms yet if you want to look us up on youtube a lot of it is just fan videos um also shout out to tim schaefer for taking those videos he comes to like 
almost all of our shows and that awesome. guy's awesome. But um anyway, um YouTube, there's a few videos of us playing live. There's some video that I did. It's actually of our second show ever. And um mm. so you can kind of get a, a, a sampling of that, but I tell people follow the Instagram page. It's Aura Layer Music. Um look us up on Facebook. It's it's just Aura Layer. You type it in, it's the first thing that pops up. Um, we also have our own website, which, um, you know, that's a great way to get in contact with us. So if you are looking to book us, or if you just have a question about the band, scroll all the way to the bottom and there's a little section you can fill out. And that's a great place to send us fan mail because we, we love hearing from people and everything. So auralayer.com, super easy. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Rooster Radio. I want to thank... Jake and Thomas of Oralayer for coming in. And Vlad, shout out to you. Keep yeah. up the love. good work. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace, Peace, and, Peace love. and love. To Vladimir Peace and his family. Shout out to the family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're very grateful, guys. We can't wait to get you on our stage. And uh, you'll see me at one of your shows very soon. Fantastic. Yes. Thanks, Looking forward to it. <laughs>